Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. You have duct tape there? I use duct tape and stuff it in the duct tape. Okay. Are we on right now or no? no. Uh, we're, yeah, we're on, but we're not. Um, I can edit it, and we're not We're not streaming live. This is just going to be recorded. Okay. So... Yeah, do what you got to do. Uh, it's okay. I can hold it. All right, all right. These tough Brazilian guys, man. How you been? Good. How are you? Yeah. I'm, made, I'm, I'm so jacked to be talking to you. I mean, first off, some of the stuff you've been posting, Igor, the, the work is just crazy. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to learn and, uh, and get uh, the hard jobs so I can learn on those. Yeah. Yes the best way you know a lot of failures sometimes not a lot but a little bit sometimes like also. they don't all come out perfect if anybody says they do they're lying yeah and i post uh, even the ones that are not perfect so people can see that they're like 85 90 percent i still post yeah. them and yeah. i try to make everything perfect but sometimes i can't and that's yeah i think it's normal totally normal totally yeah. i if I was to sit here and tell you 30 years in that every dent I touch is perfect, that would not be true. No, yes. And you're going to be learning. If you're learning, you're going to get uh, every dent's different. So you're going to get different dents and more complex every time and trying to fix them. Yeah. Yes. Techniques. Yeah. Yeah. Not for sure. Now, you, you've done a ton of Teslas lately, which is awesome. I've seen your Teslas. I mean, uh, yeah. that's, I mean, obviously people are taking notice of your work. Um, you want yeah. to talk about the Teslas? We can. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I like fixing them since I started. Uh, I've been learning a lot, like yep. always learning. I don't know everything. And from the videos that I the, from the repairs that I did, I made the videos and I shared on, uh, Instagram and uh, YouTube, all that helps because people are seeing my videos uh, on Tesla's uh, on a lot of places, even far away from here. And they sometimes they contact me and they want me to right. fix their Tesla's. Yeah, you, yeah. you I'll, I mean, you know this already, but I don't know if every listener knows this. Instagram is more like local and YouTube is more regional. For whatever reason, I don't know why. I'm not a computer scientist. I, I had a customer with a Bentley reached out to me from the valley, and it was it was a body shop. And they're like, they're like, we saw your videos, and our guys can't fix this. Can we bring the car to you? I'm like, sure. Sent me a photo and everything. It was a Bentley Continental, and it hasn't even got here. It's gonna be here, I think, either Friday or Monday. But that's what YouTube does. They see your work, and across counties i mean you're going to get people from the border probably into orange county who knows from where you know yeah i got a text message from somebody on the east coast the other day he saw my yeah. video on youtube so yeah. it was far away and i tried to find a technician there that would be liable and i uh, have a group that we talk about there's some people in florida they gave me Somebody's number I forgot, and um, and somebody I think the guy reached out to them to the good. technician. So 
that's good. Good. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, well, let's let's back it up a little bit. Um, like I said, I'm super jacked to be talking to you, Igor. Um, how, how long have you been at PDR Tech? Uh, since we trained with you was 2008, I think 2009. That was 2008, so 15 years, right? Yes. 15 years. And you trained with your buddy, Tiago. Tiago, yeah, from Hawaii. Yeah, I didn't say it, sorry, Chago. Chago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chao, but Chago. Um, and he's he's still in Oahu, correct? He's in Oahu, yes. Yes, and he's got his own shop. They do dance and other things, right? Yeah, he does dance and wheel repair, and I think that's all they do. That's good. Yeah, that's he's good. Uh, he has grown a lot, uh, very successful, uh, a lot of, uh, all the PD, a lot of PDR work in the island. I think he's one of the the most busy ones there. He's, of course. I think, in my uh, opinion, he's the best in the island uh, now. And uh, he does a lot of dealerships, a lot of Teslas, like I do here. And uh, yeah, he's been great. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I was I was over there. I think I hit you up uh, for his info, and I was over there. Maybe nine months ago. And I think when I went over, he was on vacation. Oh, he was, I think. Yeah, he left the island for some, maybe here or somewhere. Yeah. I was bummed. Yeah, I wanted to meet him and see his shop. But I'll, I get over there a couple times a year, so I'll go see him. Okay. Yeah, you go see him. Push yeah, him down. <laughs> yeah. And I and I want to get down and see your shop when, when you've got time. I I uh, I looked it up on maps today. In my mind, I, I always think Oceanside's like coastal you know, down by the pier and stuff. And that's part, but you're, one of my techs used to live down Oceanside and you're inland Oceanside, which I think is honestly smarter. You're, you're um, in that nice, the houses and people probably from San Marcos can come to you. You know, I don't know if they'll yeah. come from Richard Bernardo, but from, of course, Carlsbad, right? Yes, they do. They come yeah. uh, from all over. It's kind of central. Uh, Oceanside right. is on the edge of San Diego, but yeah, there is two main uh, roads that get to my shop: uh, El Camino Real and uh, College Boulevard. Right. So they're pretty busy, and people find pretty easy. Yeah. And you're you're not too far from the auction, I don't think, are you? The Odessa auction, I think. Odessa uh, is a mayhem, or or Odessa. Um, I thought it was Odessa. Maybe it's Mannheim, but it was just there oh, was man. one there in Oceanside. Okay, there is one. I know there is one. Maybe yeah. it might be another one too. Um, yeah, I'm not too far. I yeah, I'm pretty close. Yeah. You, I mean, you're busy, but you probably don't want to do auction work. But I mean, you just never know. You know, I mean, if you put, if they knew that there was a good high end PDR shop nearby and somebody needed something that a normal yeah. guy couldn't handle, I mean, here's the guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to put the word out there and, and see if I can get more customers to come in. I'm not here all the time. I'm. Uh, I still do mobile services a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but I'm being being recommending people to bring the cars to the shop more and more. Right. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you sometimes charge more for mobile? Uh not yet. But not I'm yet? gonna going to start to. Yeah. And also that's something that I want to ask you. Do you guys you guys do mobile or not? Well, very. I I was in Laguna Beach for uh like a nine hundred dollar job. Okay. I okay. generally don't, and it was on a Saturday. So I generally don't go out and do mobile because, I mean, I have people here. I've got a, a painter 
He's phenomenal. He can run the shop. My son comes in part-time. So I can leave. But if it was just like you, I think you're by yourself right now. It's really hard because if you shut it down and somebody comes knocking on your door, you could go do one job but miss two or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I tell people that. I go, listen, if you bring it to me, I'll give you a little bit of a better deal. But if I have to come to you, I'm, I'm good with it. But I'm usually $75, $85 more for mobile. Okay. Even if it's a bigger job, like uh, you said, a $900 job. If it's a bigger job, I, I won't even do it. The $800 job, believe it or not, wasn't that bad. Well, I take it back. It wasn't supposed to be that bad. Then when I got out there, you know, know. how it is. I know. You know, the picture was this big, but the dent was that. It was like the 28-inch crease. Okay. So, yeah. So, we went ahead and did it. And it, it But instead of a one-hour, one-and-a-half-hour, it ended up being a three-and-a-half-hour job. But okay. take care of Good night. Um so, so yeah, so I, I do, I charge more Igor. And I think most people understand that, uh, every now and then some people will say, no, that's, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, call a mobile guy. But to your point for the bigger jobs that you're doing, and I, I love like the one with the Tesla, uh, where you did the lateral, uh, tension release on that lift gate. We do a lot. Everybody that works on Tesla's does those repairs and they're a pain. And that crown is always so challenging. Um, that was an that I, I I know what goes into that and I respect that work because I it is hard not to chew those up. It's hard to to be patient and the way that you you pulled it out to get the tension to release. Um, and there's there's many others. I've seen a lot of your work and I, I always try to comment on it. Um, but people are gonna know about you and you're not just like us, you're not gonna get you're you're elevating yourself. So you're like becoming more the premium guy, which I think that's good. Some people aren't, aren't going to choose PCH or Dentco for their 2004 Prius. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's so, okay. I mean, I would rather do one or two big jobs than uh, four cheap jobs. You know, because yeah. the cheap customers, they're usually going to want it right anyway. So you feel like you're almost getting kind of ripped off. Yeah. Uh, can I ask a question or no? Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, do you guys to. charge um, deposits? No. You don't. No. Some people do, and and if you're getting cancellations or no shows, welcome to the club. It happens, and I know some I people that do charge deposits. I don't. Um, could I? Yeah, probably. But what I did start doing, Igor, my son helped me with this. We're doing a uh, a reminder software. It texts, so we get the appointment in. And then it'll send a confirmation that same day. And then one or two more reminders. I think it costs us like $30 a month. And this, this software says, hey, like a dentist or if you're getting your hair cut or whatever. Hey, don't, don't forget you got an appointment on blah, blah, blah. You know, if you can't make it for any reason as a courtesy, let us know. Otherwise, we look forward to seeing you, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, that has helped with us eliminating or reducing the no-shows. But every week, I get probably between one and three. So No-shows? Yeah. Yeah, they don't show up. That you can't reach them by phone, or they they call after the appointment. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. So now that we're doing the reminder texts, uh, it's cut that down, and okay, that's just okay. part of retail. I honestly, I think it is. Uh, you know Jeff of Beach Cities. I'm yeah. sure you talked to him. He, he's a great guy. He has the same the same situation. Everybody, I think, that has retail shops is gonna have people body shops. It doesn't matter. Some people just get busy or they forget. You know, or they find somebody cheaper and they think it's a better way to go, right? I mean, 
I know, yeah, if uh, the appointment is for around two weeks, uh, from if they book today for two weeks from now, uh, they yeah. might still have time to go shop around and then find right. another price. And right. I think if I start or we start charging deposits, that's going to be when they're going to stop stop shopping around for other prices because they were yeah. already chose someone. Yeah. yeah. I, you know why I do like that? I don't know if I'll do it or at least not now, but what I like about the Igor is it, it sets you as a premium service. If you say I'm going to charge a deposit, okay. You know, that way um, people will take you seriously. And I, I think, I think we need to work, move in that direction to where, we're not the small doorting. I mean, we'll do small doortings, but we're the guys that are taking on these collision jobs, these jobs that are four figures more often than not, that a lot of yeah. technicians can't or won't do. And and like you said, you don't want to, if you, let's say you have one big appointment and it's like the Tesla one and you know it's six hours or whatever, it's most of your day. And that customer doesn't show up. And then you're sitting there and you pushed away other people on the calendar and that sucks. That's I, I've like, I have a, a couple guys that help me out when I'm like either training. Like I told you, I have the Brazilian student this week. I don't leave my student to go do jobs. I stay with my student. So, so I, I scheduled a, a job the other day. It was a Tacoma nasty fender dent. It was like $1,100 job. And uh, the guy didn't show. So here's my technician ready to work. Luckily yeah. I, I cobbled together a couple smaller jobs. I think he ended up doing like 600 bucks that, that morning. But he was planning on doing a four-figure repair, you know, spending the whole day. That's what I don't like. I don't like when I've got people scheduled and the customers just just flake. I, that's, that's, and Jeff, if you talk to Jeff, Jeff gets angry. I mean, he will fire off nasty texts back to the customers. And I, I just don't do that. It's the I same. Uh, yeah, he gets no shows too, right? So we all know everybody. Okay. I'll bet you anybody that's got a retail shop, you can, Ask Dent Shop out in Redlands. Ask Paul Corden, I'll bet you, out in Virginia. Um, Manny, I'll bet you Manny, if you talk to him. I, I've talked to him, but, I, yeah. but I'll bet you we. it just happens. They're, they're going to find a guy or they're, it's going to like sometimes, most of the time, honestly, and I've done research on this, Igor. Okay. The people that usually don't show, it's not usually because they went somewhere cheaper. It's usually because they just can't afford to do it. They look at their budget and they're like, man, I just can't afford to spend that $800 right now. And so a lot of times they'll call me back. Um, I've had people flick two or three times and, and, and then I, I get pretty ticked off and I, I usually raise the price, but, but uh, they'll still book and then they'll come and then they said, you know what, money was tight or whatever. I had a guy that his dog had to go to the vet supposedly in the middle of the night and, but he rebooked and he showed up, you know, it's like, yeah, there is <laughs> you just don't know, you know? Yeah, but there there are those guys they they want to cancel and rebook for another another day. They really book. Some people don't that's book fine. anymore. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's good, man. I'm learning a lot, so that's why I'm asking you all those questions. Um, there's a Any lot to learn, you got. and yeah. I've been learning from everybody and trying to shape my business uh, the best way possible. That's why. Yeah. Well, your dent your dent removal skills are so on point; it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited, and you're gonna get busier for sure. The um, and if you have any questions for me, if you want to ask stuff off air, you can always message me, you know, Igor, whatever you want to do. Um, I because like I said, I've had I've had shops now for you know decades, so I understand, mm. 
I'm, but I'm like you, I'm always learning. I'm trying to get better and better, but uh, yeah, any questions you have about how to bring in more business or, or get the right kind of business or to make more money or whatever, you just, you say the word now. Of course, I'll always, I always support you. Um, yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I was listening to yours, uh, previous ones. Uh, mm -hmm. And that has a lot of good information there for us to, to learn, yeah. for sure. I, tr I try. I try. They're not all great, but, you know, I mean, we had, uh, God, we've had so many people on. We had Dane Evo, Joe. Yeah, that guy's, I listened to a little bit. Technician. Yeah, and he doesn't have a shop. And I asked him, I said, when are you going to get a shop? I mean, he's a professional. Good technician. He's like, ah, you know, hopefully, maybe. I mean, he he did a test. You probably saw it. He did a Tesla repair, and he used he wrapped strap around a mailbox to stabilize the dent, right? Like a yeah. pull station. And that's what's nice about having a shop. You're inside. The weather's nice, and you your glue game is better because you can control the temperature. But he's out there doing these four thousand dollar Tesla repairs and such in people's front their driveways and everything. I'm like, hey. You know, I think it, I think yeah. he needs to get a shop, but what do I know? I, I mean, think he's the best, on, uh, the best mobile technician that is. I think Joe, because oh, well, yeah, Joe's right it. there. I mean, Bryce, Joe, I mean these guys. Oh, Bryce too is mobile, right? Bryce is mobile. Yeah, I mean he, I and I don't know for sure. I mean, I I have yet to get him on the podcast, but but Bryce, I, so. I see him working body shops, so I think for the big jobs. He's got a relationship, it looks like, with a body shop, and he'll take the car to the shop, you know, for those. But, I mean, he'll he'll be out there working out his minivan or whatever, somebody's garage, and just doing, you know, the same thing like Joe, like four-figure repairs, like two, three grand. And he gets a lot of his business. I, I've had friends, like I said, I, I'm not well acquainted with Bryce, but I've had people train with him that they've got to know really well, and he's told them that, that he gets a lot of business from YouTube. People will travel from, you know, Georgia – you know, out of state, come down into, you know, central Florida where he's at. And, and, uh, it, just like you're going to get, just like I get, um, not everybody cares about, about the, the craft, but a lot of people do. A lot of people understand what we do and they love their cars and they want them treated right. And, and they don't mind paying a premium. So. Yeah. Do you use a uh, mobile tech for pricing? I do. I do. I, I, I was telling on, on, are you part of uh, Paul Corden's, his Facebook group? Do you go on there? I am, yeah. Good. I was telling people, somebody said they're starting off their dance like at 150, 160. And I was telling people I start at 225. And, you and do? What, 225 now? 225. For, if I if I touch a, a dent, it's, I start at 225, Igor. Wow, that's And good. they're like, wow. You know, and I'm like, I, I, I don't get the $200 or 175 dents hardly anyways. And the way I look at it, I'm going to make that dent. You won't see it across the entire parking lot. You know, it'll be, it'll be perfect if I can get it there and I'll spend the time. I don't care if it takes me three hours. You know, when I, when I put my hands on a car, I'm going to do the best I can. And they're not all flawless, but, but for that experience and that, that, that effort, I'm not going to, I don't do 150, $160 dents. I just don't. And, and if I just get the bigger stuff, you do so many big dents. I do. I don't even lose sleep. I don't care. You know, it's, it's just, I can close my eyes almost now and just feel it and push it out. So it's like, but, yeah, yeah. but I also, I charge a new thing. And I mentioned on Paul's uh, group, I'm charging for crowns right now where I can, nobody okay. charges for crowns. And I thought, wait a minute, an insurance 
or body shops charge for every operation you do, right? R&I, if you've got a body line, you know, obstructed, respray, whatever. I'm like, what about a crown? A, a, a body tech, I mean, he'll work some crowns a little bit, but we spend a lot of time on crowns if you're doing it right, yeah. right? So yeah, you're sitting yeah. there and you're gently taking it down with your rubber tips and blah, blah, blah. That's time. My time costs. So guess what? I'm going to ch charge for the dent. Let's say it's a three-inch dent. It's got a three-inch crown. I charge for the three-inch dent and then I add money for the crown, especially if it's a nice car or aluminum, right? And and nobody, I mean, some people might might balk at the price, but nobody's ever questioned me about because I show them what a crown is. I go, if I just pull the dent out, but I leave that little eyebrow thing right there, you're not going to be happy with that. You're going to want it all out. Therefore, this is this price and this is this price for the crown. And so far, I mean, I haven't done it with insurance yet, obviously, but but uh, it works. It works well with with uh, with consumers want to know what we do, you know, yeah, what we yeah. charge for. Why are you charging me to take out a taillight? Well, I could drill in your liner or I can go through the taillight to get to your bedside, sir. So if you want me to drill and it's faster, easier, sure, I won't charge you for that. Now. You'll save 30 bucks or whatever. But yeah, but I don't know. A um, couple quick questions. So the. So you were mobile before you had to shop, obviously, and you were doing, was it all retail or did you ever do any wholesale mobile? I did, I a, little did a little wholesale, but uh, mostly mostly retail. Right. The audio and is coming back to me. Did you change anything? Or no? Did I change something? Yeah. Did you yeah, raise your, raise volume? your volume? No. Is it, is it too loud? It's uh, coming back to me when I talk like I echo. <laughs> oh, that's not good. It's okay. It's okay though. How about this? It's good now. Okay, good. That was weird. Um, so mobile re mobile retail, and and so you got your shop now. What tell tell people that who the people like Joe's of the world and everything. What what do you what do you already see as an advantage of having a shop versus being a mobile guy running around? Well, being mobile, uh, wow, that is a lot of things, man. It's for the repair, on the repair side, when you get, uh, this morning I did a Tesla at the customer's driveway. Right. It's in, it was in Crossbed, a repeat customer. Um, it's very hard to see. Even I had an umbrella really close to me, like mm -hmm. blocking all the glare. It wasn't sunny. It was yeah. The skies were gray. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's not the same. You don't see the. I don't see the same uh, outside. And I, like I see inside the shop, I can see much better the details right. and all that. Right. And uh, that is one of the things that I like more about the shop. Uh, for the bigger repairs, you can take more of your time. If you're doing a six-hour job, eight-hour job at the customer's house, and you need to use the bathroom, <laughs> the restroom, what are you gonna do? You're gonna like you have to stop and run somewhere or you're going to ask them to use their restroom. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to go in their house. Yeah. There is a bunch of things that, uh, doing mobile for the, on the repair side is harder. If you have a shop much easier. Uh, right. I, I, in my opinion, I take more, we all know that we take more time that that's going to come out much better. Right. And, uh, let me see what else. Uh, there's a lot of factors, you know, and, uh, Driving around and receiving messages when you're receiving a lot of text messages with pictures is hard to reply. And sometimes if you don't reply right away, uh, they somebody else gives them an estimate before you and they get the job. So that's right. one of the things too that if you're not driving, if you're sitting in the shop, you have more time to do everything, run the business. 
Right. Well, you, you know, you just brought up a good point too. Yeah. The repair can be, it's going to be cleaner, probably in a shop. You have all the equipment ready to go. Jacks, pull stations, whatever the lighting. Yeah. yeah. But what about, what about estimating? I mean, estimating, to do... I still do off pictures and videos. Do you really? I wow. still do because I, I, I haven't transitioned to that yet, but I know once I stay in the shop, I'll, I'll ask them to bring it to the shop. Uh, a lot of repairs, I undercharge because of mm -hmm. that. Yeah, and if it's going to be only f like $50 or a hundred more, when I get to the customer's house, sometimes I don't adjust that, which I should. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, one of the problems. Uh, estimating all yeah. over the photos yeah because then <laughs> most of the time people don't understand what we do unless it's like you had a repeat customer right so yeah if you have them come to your shop number one you're not wasting your time and number two the uh the, they're gonna trust you more and respect you more because you have that shop versus the mobile guy some people may say ah oh, this guy's mobile he could he could scam me or whatever i just don't know if he's yeah. gonna do as good as work and then plus your time. I mean, if you're if you're actually there and you've got two estimates coming in, you don't want to even by texting. The problem with the texting is they may just go for the lowest person and then, oh, I'm going to go with this guy. He's off Craigslist, but, you know, I don't see a website. But even then, you know, he says a dent repair guy. Um, I mean, that's just I, I think Jeff's mostly the same way, too. You you my suggestion, do what you want to do, Igor, but. I would try to have people come to you for estimates. I wouldn't do too many pictures if you want to give a range. But even then, I usually just tell people it's really hard to see factors. And, and unless it's something small, like super small or um, or I don't want the job. For example, let's say it's a 2004 Prius. Right. And they've got a nine inch crease. I don't know about you. I'm probably not doing business with that customer. Well, I have some old cars that come in and I always give, I don't, doesn't matter. I give the price, the same price all the time. That's and, good. uh, for my, I mean, uh, off mobile tech and for my surprise, sometimes, uh, people book those old cars because they take care of their cars so <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah. They yeah, book yeah. Dents for $500, uh, it's like, you know, which a $500 dent is, it's not very big sometimes. And no. they still they still trust you sometimes, and I had customers bringing car older cars to me. Yeah, that's because good. they really take care of their cars, which is good. Yeah. I like that. I do too. You know, if if you get a customer that that has a nice car and they take care of it and it's clean, yeah. yeah. But it's uh, yeah, it most most of the time, uh, most of the time they're not gonna book it <laughs> because no. our price of mobile tech is a little high for that. Right. They're going to say five, $600 dent. My car is worth 2000. Why should I, you know, it's half the car, half the price of my car, whatever. I hear that all the time. It's like, wow, it's expensive. Blah, blah, blah. I had somebody leave me a review that said he does great work, but he's super expensive. And I'm like, it's actually a compliment. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to be viewed. Somebody came the other day and said, I came to you cause you're cheap. And I'm just like, you know, it was almost like a slap in the face. I'm like, where did you get the the idea we're cheap, you know? And I think he was comparing us to like a high-end body shop, you know? It was a BMW X7. And uh, and I did probably quote it too cheap, but to his point. But 
but I don't want to be known as the cheap guy. I want to be known as the guy that's fair, that's going to do good work. You know? Yeah, you got to charge the price guy. That's why, why we are all talking about everybody should charge the same price. I wish, I wish everybody charged near the same price and do decent work. And there's plenty of cars out there. The problem is if you get a guy, and I, and I don't hate against anybody, there's going to be a guy out there who's a dad who hasn't made any money that day. And there's a guy coming to him and, and he knows it's a $500 dent, but he's going to do it for 200 bucks or 150. How do you question that guy? Go right ahead, do it. You know, you need to get paid. You need to feed your family. I mean, yeah. who can question that? But if we all, if we all know what the job brings, you know, I mean, there's, there's, and we're well fed, then we shouldn't, we shouldn't be doing it for, for much cheaper. So I don't know. That's, that's my opinion. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you. You train a lot of people. So do you, uh, what do you tell them when they come out of the classes? What do you tell them, uh, what kind of dance they should be doing and how much they should be charging? Yeah. Well, that, it goes back to what we just said. I mean, like I was talking to Diago, the he's from Diogo. Rio. Yeah, Diogo. Diogo, I think. Diogo, yeah. How I do I say it said, right? Diogo or Diago? I don't know. You said Diogo before. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's whatever. D I O G O. So he's uh, and of course you know jujitsu, the whole thing, like all you guys, man, it cracks me up. But um, nice guy, family man. Uh, 40, 40 years old. And I said, look, I said, here's, and we're going through mobile tech RX. I show them how to do the estimates. And today I show them cheap cars and expensive cars. And I say, the software is going to tell you the same price, whether it's a Lamborghini or 2000 Prius, right? Yeah. So I say, you need to probably price it a little bit on the cheaper side when you're starting, unless your work is really on point. I go, but ultimately remember how much struggle you're going through right now. So when you get to that point, hopefully you have enough customers and you can charge and you don't get everybody, but you get 30%, 50% of those customers and, and then make some good money. And then as far as what dents to do, Igor, um, I mean, I, I, I'm honest with these people. I don't, I don't bullshit him. I, I'm like, look, if he's just, if he can only take out a quarter size dent, practice bigger, but on the in the field for wholesale, especially, I wouldn't even say do retail for the first month or two. But, but I'll yeah. tell him small dents, right? Yeah, he's got no business touching most of the cars that you post up on, uh, on Instagram. No way, or or stuff that I put up. I'm, I don't even. I'm sure you're doing small dents, and you probably don't even post them up. And it's the same with me. Why? You know, I mean, unless it's an exceptional car, but no, I mean, I don't. I'm, every day we do mid-sized to large dents, and occasionally small. If I got something small, if it's like a Chrysler or something, I'm not, it's not, it'll never see the social media. It just doesn't yeah. make sense. You know, it's too boring. I mean, people have seen it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. They seen just, it. Some people ask me, do you, do you fix the small dance too? <laughs> <laughs> right. Cause all they That's see is why big. I have to pull, I have to post sometimes. I, I, I'm thinking about it. I have to post some small dance sometimes. Yeah. It's for you because you're starting off and, and, you got to understand when you're at that shop, hope here's some advice. If you don't mind me giving it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Try to stay at one location. That's one mistake I made. I've only been at this location for going on 11 years. I've been in business for 30. If I was in one, like Jeff's been at his spot, I think for 20 years, you're going to get so much repeat business and they're going to know where, where Igor's at in Oceanside. 
their friends and family and neighbors are going to tell everybody. And if you move, you lose that, that core. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's a mistake I've made, um, a couple times. And now we're here and I would say probably 30% of my business is it's just repeat or referral, right? That's one third that's free money. And you're going to get to that point because you do exceptional work. You're going to, people are going to say this guy, oh, you had that done. It looks like that. No, no, no. That's the guy. And you'll probably get some wholesale, you'll probably get some buy shops still. And they'll take, they'll bring the cars to you. It, it, your work's just too good, but hopefully you can stay in that spot. You know, because yeah. if you move, you lose all that that core business that you've paid and you've sweated for years, if not longer. And it's it's tough. Okay. That's good advice. It's painful advice. It's painful. I've learned, you know, and I and I'm still learning. 30 years in in, in your 15 years, you know, and you're still learning, I'm sure. Um let, on that note, let's let's talk about this. What What's the future for for PCH? What's the future for Igor's shop? What do you, what are your ideas? I'd like to hear them if it's okay to share them. Yes. Uh, well, I just opened the shop. I was sharing before. I was sharing a spot with a uh, other, uh, in another shop. They used to do. They still there. They do wrapping and um, other types of services for cars. And I was sharing. I had my spot there, and I just moved into my own spot here in Oceanside in March. So it's very new. My shop is very yeah, new. One uh, yeah, one month. Uh, let me see what I was going to say. Um, I did take, take classes for uh, PPF. I was learning PPF. Yeah. And um, I tried that for a while and was taking a lot of my time uh, out of PDR, which right. I still learn in PDR. And I think we're going to be learning forever. So I'm I, I I love PDR. I love the techniques that are coming out and everything. So I, I what I want is to get those big dents and try to to make them as good as possible. Right. And that's what I, I'm learning right now. And uh, I think I'm gonna stay with PDR for now. I think uh, it's very good to add another service to the shop. It's gonna help uh, pay. But for now, I'm by myself. I don't have uh, anybody working with me. And uh, right. so I'm going to keep only PDR for now. Right. Well, maybe food for thought, maybe whether it's PPF or another reconditioning, whether it's wheels or whatever, maybe instead of you learning it, you, you tell the customers, hey, I do these services. And then you schedule those guys like a mobile wheel guy. There's PPF guys you can hire. I mean, they're out there. They're hungry. You know, really? you have a shot now and and you do exceptional work. So if they think, oh, man, PCH does really good dent removal. Maybe he does good PPF, too. You know, yeah. so if you advertise and market to your customers, like like I keep these little pamphlets when people come here, like we have these little expel pamphlets, you know, okay. and I'll get I'll I'll give them out to the to the right customer, of course, not the 2000 Prius. But like a test, we get just, I mean, there's so many Teslas in Southern California, you yeah, know, so you're cool. doing a ton. I probably touch one or two a day. Yeah. I love it. Um, but yeah, that's good. Yeah. And on those Teslas, a lot of times the wheels get curved or if yeah. it's a new Tesla, they want the PPF maybe. So not all of them, but some. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, if you don't mind me saying, 
uh, I asked, I was curious what your thoughts were on, I made a note here um, about the future of your shop. Cause you're brand new. You're one month in and yeah, you're going to, you're going to get PDR, but, but PDR, you ha- like Jeff, you've been to his shop. You and I hung out there at the last SoCal meetup a year and a half, two years ago. He's got 20,000 cars with him by, you know, with this sign right there. He can just yeah. do PDR. Yeah, yeah. My shop, yeah. I'm buried. I, I, out here on Cabot, we got maybe, I don't know, two, 3,000 cars that go by a day. That's nothing, you know? So, and I don't know about the, where you're, I think Oceanside Boulevard or something. You probably have some traffic. I don't know the traffic counts. Do you have a sign yeah. out there in front of your shop? I'm behind. My building is an industrial building behind. The building is in the front, in the same complex. Uh, they have their signs there, but I don't have in the back. I have Can, my logos on the window. Right. How about this? Can you park a vehicle out there somewhere, like a van or a truck that's I lettered? Think so. There you go. I, think I have a van. I have an ugly ass, like 1998 Ford E150. It's yellow and black, and it says dent and scratch repair. And it's out there on the road. And I don't even get that much traffic. But I would tell you, I get probably five jobs a week from that van out there. You go, I really do. Great. You're, I bet that's you. A great, 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 great that's a pretty busy uh, street, right? It is. It is busy. It's very yeah. busy sometimes. So there you go. Um, Maybe think about getting a either the, the vehicle you drive, park it out there if it's wrapped. Otherwise, get a cheap car. Van, I mean, a van. Something big, right? Someone's going to have. I mean, have you seen... Hey. Um, David with Pacific Coast, his sprinter. Yeah, he's my friend. He comes and surf all the time. Yeah, no, nah, David's great people. So he's got that huge sprinter, right? Yeah. It's massive. If you had something that big, I'm just saying, and it was parked out near Oceanside Boulevard, you know, and it's got a, you know, and you said in back or something of the complex, but you have your phone number there too. You're going to pick up a few, uh, some extra clients every every week. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to do that for sure. I would. Great idea. Yeah. Yeah. But that's aside from that. I mean, you, you obviously you can do more services. I mean, that's probably where you need to go. And we we can talk more okay. offline or, you know, when you're when you're like, hey, you know, and I think I'm ready to, to I I want to bring more clients in. You know what I can share with you. I'd rather I'd rather do it in private, but I'll tell you what I think are like the number one and two services to add on that I see at my shop that that bring the most profits. And the least amount of headaches and you don't have to do them if you want to do them you can learn but i don't you're such a master at dance i would stick with that and then you could deal with customers and then let those other guys the wheel guy or whatever the service you're going to offer consider maybe bringing those those guys in to help yeah uh what can i ask you what other services you offer you can i'll tell i'll tell i'll tell you offline you know okay yeah, right. yeah. Because okay. I, t- I want to come and visit you sometimes too. And the reason I the reason I say that is because I get competitors that watch my podcast. Wow. Okay. And okay. and not that it's a problem, but but there's a reason why I think we have a competitive advantage, and part of it is, is our mix, you know. So, um, and I, part of it, I just think honestly, we 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 like our customers, we love our customers, Igor. We we respect them. We empathize when they bring in their cars. We truly, I mean, it, people are not happy when they bring their cars to us, right? They're sad, yeah. especially when it's yeah, big it, damage. It sucks, man. When you hit, you know, when you hit something, it sucks. Like 
It sucks. Exactly. So they're in a bad mood. They're not like coming to have a drink at a bar with you and you're the bartender or, you yeah. know, you know, or buying a new car. No, they're, they're always upset when they come to us. So they leave happy usually, not always, but usually. So, yeah. um, so yeah, no, let, let's talk offline and I'll tell you what I think would be the next like one or two things you really should consider doing. Um, especially when you do a lot of Teslas. I mean, I, like I said, I had a lady call me today. Hey, do you work on Teslas? And I'm like, twice a day. <laughs> on average, I touch two Teslas a day. You know, yeah. Orange County, Southern California, right? Tesla. You know, I, I service I service one of their dealerships here in Carlsbad. So I'm good. Uh, I go there every day. Nice. And they really like my work because I do a lot of bigger damage and save them from body yeah. shop. So yep. it's been good. I've been learning a lot. <laughs> yeah now you you do it right i mean you're you know how to take the latch off on the doors and go in for the right access you, some guys don't know how to get underneath the door handles how about like on the model s model s under the door handles can be tricky the door handles i never went through the door handles no no the, um, the door latch oh the door in, latch in the jam the model s i haven't but i did one x this week through the door yeah. latch Model yeah. X. Yeah. The tricky ones are the Model S's under the door uh, handle because it's a motor. It, it, yeah. And so it's got that all that unit in there. Not fun. If Not you break fun. that thing, y, it's over $1,000. Oh, my that. gosh. I know. And then you got the Model Y with the side brace right by the body line. And they get dented there all the time. And it's door panels off. And you're in there with a small whale tail. That thing's a pain in the butt. Yeah. But yeah, we, I remove everything. I remove the window, the door panel, the window regulator, everything is uh, pretty simple, not hard to remove. Yeah, yeah. and if you've done them once or twice, knowing how to power it down for safety. Yeah. How, how about this? How about, um, since you and I do a lot of Teslas, what about the uh, the charge port uh, taillight side? When you got a dent on the driver's side quarter panel near the charge port, do you disconnect that tail light and take the tail light out, or do you leave it alone? I go from the inside of the panel. I remove the whole panel, power down, and go with the yeah. whale tail back. Yeah. Because there is one that is braced in there, uh, Model 3, yes. I think, and, and Y is a little bit. Mm -hmm. The Model Y is down down below a brace. Yes. And, uh, I use a whale tail and go. Yeah. And you power it down? Power it down. Most of the time, yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, well, you don't have to on everything, but if you're going to be near the power cables, I, yeah. I never like working the driver's side quarter panel on the Teslas because of the charge port with the, the heavy cables that go right up in there. Um, I always want to obviously stay away from them. If you power it down, even then, I just like, I just never trust it. So I'm always I just know. like. No, you have to power it down for sure. Uh, the Model S have uh, not a lot of access on the quarter panel, right? No. It's all no, double wall, and there is a right, few holes. Right, exactly. We did a Model X. Well, I mean the S, S. Yeah, the S hat, but even the X, the X now has oh, yeah. a, the brand new ones have a new. It's new construction. It sucks. I was working on a quarter panel on an X. I'm making sure it's not a Y in my mind. It was an X. I've done so many, and normally you take the tail light out or the bumper off. You can go in, but it's got another like a clamshell right above the skin. And you can't, I thought for sure you could get to the whole quarter panel, but down by the bumper, there's nothing. It's only from the top. And 
that was disappointing because those quarter panels, like with Porta Power, like if they get hit and the bumper's been in, you know, yeah, that would just be easy. Now I can't use Porta Power because there's another layer of metal right where the bumper meets. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it's new, the new ones, which, okay. like I said, I mean, those were so easy. People hit them, they hit the bumper, and then the quarter panel at the seam might be in two inches, three, four inches. No, this was, this was a Y. I just thought about it now because it was. We have a guy. Okay. This is a Y, not an X. Um, but the X was similar. The X had to, you know, they had the big subwoofer back there. You got to take that out. Yeah. The control unit's got to move. Um, but the Y, it was for it was a twenty, I think a twenty three, but it didn't have the yoke option. Uh, but it was in. He and he's an adjuster for State Farm, and he's like, I'm not going to take my car to, to the certified Tesla or or um or caliber he's like because you guys are going to get done faster and i know it's going to be as good if not better which i just i love this guy and he he's not supposed to but he refers his customers especially friends to come to us and not go to the drps i'd love yeah. to say his name but much better Original it's much better credit. yeah we're faster we're better quality and and i don't know it's just it's a no-brainer so but yeah so many benefits <laughs> you're right it's easy yeah. But yeah, that was a model Y. Now that I thought about it, it was a white model Y, pearl white. Okay, no, there is there is a brace on there. Yeah, it sucks. Absolutely sucks. Yeah. Yeah, the darn Ys, man, they're they're becoming tricky. Especially the doors and those quarter panels, low, like low uh, up. You can get to the like by the body line, no problem. But down below, it's it's not easy. If you don't want to drill, I mean, good luck. It's it's tough. Ugh. Yeah. Do you guys have any types of waivers uh, when people come into the shop? Uh, well, I do. I have most of the time I use that for hail. I, I have the waivers, but, but I don't, I mean, I have them signed because California law, you're supposed to have the customer sign the invoice, which okay. you can either do that electronically on mobile tech RX. I use mobile tech RX, but I also have a paper estimate form. I have some right here. kind of like this. Okay. And I, and I have them sign uh, on to, for approval, but a waiver is not a bad idea. It really is not. You know, I have one for uh, glue pulling. I have them sign every time. Yeah. Uh, let me see what else I have. One. I'm just looking for more waivers now. Well, the uh, the thing that's the thing that's nice, Igor, that I used to sweat until we started doing paint, is of course you worry about pulling glue. Uh, brand new Hondas will the glue will come off. Brand new Subarus or Lexus, you can do a normal glue pull and the you'll see paint on your tab. You know, it's like. I didn't do anything wrong. Why do I paint? So, I mean, no chip, no, no scratch, no nothing. And it pulls paint. So we had one maybe a year ago. I was doing it for students, but the customers here was a waiter, like a golf ball dent. And it was a respray. I didn't, and the body shop, I had two paint painters with me and me. None of us realized this Ford had been painted and we pulled the paint off the size of a golf ball. So, and that could have been ugly. And some would say that is ugly. But, uh, but no, the customer understood and we painted it, you know, but if I had to go to a buy shop, thousand dollars, twelve, fifteen hundred dollars, right? Uh -huh. So thankfully oh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's helped Pretty us. Bad. Do you have a paint booth? We do. We do. Oh, nice. Not at this location, at this location, with just bumpers. But if I do anything crazier, we have a paint booth about 20 minutes away okay. and I have another tech over there. Thank God. Yeah. Like the X7 I was just telling you about that the guy said he used this because we're cheap. 
that was shot in a paint booth. Aluminum okay, door. Yeah, you... I heard, I heard uh, that story on the other. <laughs> <laughs> that that was it. Wasn't even a story. I was ranting. I was pretty upset. I was upset because it was a. It, I'm telling you right now, Igor, you would have been. You would have said that's a good job. You know, aluminum doors. I'm sure you've worked on X7s. They're not easy, and the doors are huge. They're not cheap, and that guy. We're not gonna. We're not gonna do business anymore. Don't, no. don't try to grind me for a perfect job. That's what it came down to. I was so upset. And, and that's, you know, you think, like I said, I'm still learning. You, you, you seem very even keel, very level headed. I, I usually am, but every now and then a customer sometimes can push a button and I'm, I mean, I'm not going to say anything to them, but at the same time, I can feel myself just getting upset looking at them. And I, I can't let my, my emotion, I got to just stay right here. Yeah. Like when you're in the water, you surf. Yeah. And I surf occasionally, but I'm not good. Like I was in Kauai a month ago and it felt great. That's good. But you're on the water. Are you are you ever angry? No. No. No, it's beautiful. It's it's the most peaceful thing on the planet. I love being on the water and just sitting there. It's just it's relaxing, waiting for the set. But I I was I need to take my mind there when I have customers like this and just say, it doesn't matter doesn't matter yeah it's hard you have to keep uh, stay professional and um, think about the business side what's better for them what's better for you and i can try to help them the best way because at the end of the day we're trying to do multiple customers it's not just one it's not like hail you know or one customer a year and we get paid you know 250 grand or something it's we're supposed to do volume so the customers hopefully will like what we do they may leave a good review they may tell their friends and family and that's that's the greatest compliment you know and but you've been doing this long enough now i'm sure you've had people that that maybe it the outcome wasn't perfect now and i'm not saying what you did but i'm saying the customer right i mean have can you think of anybody in the last year or two that that for whatever reason it wasn't like a super like they weren't super happy for whatever reason yes i have one to tell you i'd love to hear it Okay, a Model Y came in with uh, the damage on the quarter panel over the wheel well. And that, you know, there's a black molding there. And that black molding had a gap because there were, the damage was, it pushed, pushed everything in. Even the, the inside structure was in. Okay, so they came in. I said on the estimate, Mobile Tech says 85% um, repair, uh, improved severe damage. That's what it says there on the, on the estimate. Okay, so they drop off in the morning. I show them that the damage, this is gonna be 85%. And I took a whole day to repair that thing. It was super hard uh, yeah. to bring that structure back. Yeah. Okay, so when they showed up, um, they were asking me about the inside structure. The dent, the damage wasn't per. I, I think I made the dent to about eighty-five percent for sure. Yeah. The edge, the edge close to the had paint damage, had a bunch of chips coming off. So I touched that up. I told them I'm gonna touch this up. The thing was ugly. It was bad. Yeah. I didn't like... think I was gonna get it. I didn't want to get it. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes I do to help them, and because I understand they don't want to take to the body shop for some reason, they don't want to take. Right. A lot of people don't want. If it was me, I would prefer to be done the way I did it, because the repair was good. 
Okay, so they came in and asked me, uh, what about the inside the structure? Is it, is it damaged? Did you, did you see anything wrong in there? And I said, well, when the, uh, the quarter panel got pushed in, the inside structure the, uh, got pushed in a little bit too, over the wheel well, you know, that part inside right. the quarter panel. Yeah, so I don't, know if that, if, I don't know if you consider that structural or not, but they were, they were um, a little concerned about the safety of the car. And I told them, okay, if you're, if you're concerned about the safety of the car and, um, and they said they're, they're gonna have to take it to the body shop anyway. They said, we're gonna take it to the body shop because wow. this is it. After I done all the, the, all the work and um, so I didn't charge anything. I, I said, if we're gonna <laughs> see. I was hoping you weren't gonna say that. Okay, so if they went and okay, I I, I don't know, I don't know That's why I did one. that, but because if the structure and then I went after and talked to a bunch of people about that, what if if they had a waiver for structural, because I talked to my friend, uh, he's in Arizona, his name is uh, Jared Kirk, Kirk. Of course, you know he's Jared, a former yeah. student. A better repair, is he? Yeah, nah. is, he's a okay. he's a great student. Okay, so I talked to him about it, and he said he's a previous uh, body shop uh, body man, right? Right. So he Amazing. knows a lot. He knows a lot about uh, structure and uh, body shop work, body work. And he told me that part. A lot of people don't consider that to be structural. Hmm. So, and he sent me a waiver that he has people sign before the repair if that part is damaged. Wow. So I don't know, that one was a little weird because that one wasn't uh, uh, as far back as the tail light was more on top of the wheel well. Right. And that's why I let them go with uh, what they said. And I so, didn't charge anything. So the quarter panel was dented and then the inner wheel well was dented in as well, correct? A little bit, yeah. I could okay. see a crown there and that crown yeah. I couldn't remove. Yeah. I mean, the only way that that's getting repaired is if they section off and replace that quarter panel and inner liner. That'd be ridiculous. The inner line, inner liner that you call is the above above the wheel. Yes. Okay, that's what it was. Well, there's the outside quarter panel, and then there's the inside as well. Yeah, yeah. So if it hits so much that it that it hit this and bent this a little bit. I mean, is that is that going to be a safety issue? No, no. Okay. Yeah, but a lot of people don't think so. No, it's not. It's not. That's that's ludicrous. Now, I had a customer come in today. They had a Toyota 4Runner that it hit the door on the rear door so hard that you could see the intrusion beam was bent a little bit. Okay. That's a safety issue. That door has to be, even though we could probably fix it, replace the door for safety. Because that okay. brace is weakened, right? Yeah, yeah. So you chuck okay. that. So sometimes we can fix stuff. Doesn't mean it should be fixed, right? And it's the same for body shops. But that quarter panel, that's, I don't know. I, I don't know. the. I wasn't there. And yeah. it's kind of sad that you weren't able to charge any money for I can it. But. Say, I can send you a video um, what it was looked like before and after. And um, the inside, I don't have any videos. 
but I'm learning all this, getting the bigger damage. Uh, this is a lot that I'm gonna have to learn all the uh, the structural and, and everything else, what I can yeah. touch, what I shouldn't be touching, and all, all that for liability. And right. that's one that was one that I learned. Now yeah. I have to approach a little different. I have to explain to them: Do you want this, just the outside to look nice, so you, it's not as visible anymore, or you do? Are you concerned with the, the, the inside structure a little bit or not? Right. Because I had another one that came in after a Model Three, and I showed the inside a little bent, and the guy looked right. and he said, I, "I don't care about that. You just right. fix the outside." Right. Right. Now it's. Every customer is different. That's one thing I've learned. Some people don't want to see a tiny chip. Some people don't care if you touch it up. Yeah. You have, it's communication. And, yeah, communication. And even then, we're in the customer service business, Igor, and you're going to have some people that no matter how clearly you explain it, like I don't know if you heard me talk about the lady with the rover a week ago. Her and I, this lady was pregnant and – my whole staff was pulling their hair out. They couldn't believe this, how, how difficult this person was. And I didn't, we did over a thousand dollars, just like what you were talking about. And I gave, I let her, I said, take the car. It's okay. I'm not going to charge you. And it was phenomenal work. See, but, but so at the end of the day, like I told the guy and you heard on my podcast, the $500 difference for that, that X seven job, our reputations are worth more than one customer, one job. And it For sucks sure. to eat money. Don't get me wrong. I've done it half a dozen times in, in, in my career. And I'll do it again because I'm going to meet somebody. And you will too. I hate to say it. So if you yeah. do enough people, they, they're just going to they're either going to play you or they're going to be legit and they're not going to be happy for whatever reason. And it's much better that you online, your reputation is stellar. And if you have to give away a $500 or $1,000 job, it sucks. But... You have to disclosure everything uh, with the customer as much as you can. As much as you can. But even then, there's, you know, it's it's so arbitrary. Like the dent, like you said, 85%. Okay. Igor, show what me what, yeah, yeah. what does 85% look like? Right? I have a video. I have a video that I show them. This is 85%. Yeah. Look, there is imperfection. <laughs> there is wave. That's the I best you can do. And even then, it's not science, right? So it's, yeah. you know, or what's touch-up going to look like? I mean... You yeah. know, it's just, or what's the competitor's repair going to look like compared to yours or mine? There's so many variables. It's, and that's just, PDR is a great business. You and I are artists, we're craftsmen, but we still do with people, you know, and, and there'll always be that wild card. We're always going to have people that we're not going to connect with. Most 95%, 99% we're going to. And as long as you're okay with that, then you're in the right business. If you're like, man, I don't want to have 1% or 5%, you know, have, give me headaches or trouble, then maybe not. But, but yeah, and I, I, I empathize with your situation. I get that. I mean, yeah. you did the right thing. You made the car look great. I'm sure the, the repair was phenomenal, but either the customer was putting you together or he legitimately just wasn't, didn't trust the outcome because of maybe what was going on the inside. Who knows? You know, we'll never know, but it doesn't matter because you obviously make, I would assume you're making good money. You've got a lot of customers. You're going to get a lot more. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited for two. You got to invite me down to your shop. I got to come check this place out. Yeah, you got to come. It, there is nothing, not much here. Well, I, I saw the inside. It's pretty spare. But that's how you start. You start 
with a beautiful clean i mean look at manny's have you seen manny's shop yeah it's most pedia shops are pretty simple i mean jeff has a lot of stuff going on but but manny's just got the nice floor and the nice paint you know his toolbox now nah, you yeah no man is nice yeah yeah when i no i'm starting as low i think yeah you 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 have to come and, and check check out my shop i'll come down i'll come down when you've got customers you know i can even help you with some customers coming in i'll take i don't care but um <laughs> now when you've got a job or two i'll come down i'll take some pictures i want to I'll buy you lunch. I'll go out and get his food. I'll bring it back. But I want to come see your place. Um, and then I'm going to share with you, if, if you want to know, what I think will be the best thing to add on to your service um, that's going to help you make money and not give you more headaches. For sure. I want to, I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, take it from me. Like I said, I mean, I, I wish somebody told me. I, I learned over the, the school of hard knocks. But, but I, I appreciate you taking the time, Igor. It's, it was great talking to you. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to message you after this and in the next few weeks, you let me know when, maybe when you got a couple of jobs, I'll come in and, uh, like I said, we'll hang out and, and then, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll have a chat. All right. Thank you, Brian. Of course. It was great seeing you. Great talking to you. Great to see you too, man. Thank you. You're going to go out in the water right now or are you going home? Going home for the kids. <laughs> Good. How old are you? I didn't know you had kids. How old? Uh, two daughters, six and four. Oh my gosh! Your young dad. Yeah. Good for you. Congratulations. Oh, Thank you. Awesome. We'll be in touch. Okay. Take care. Thanks, Igor. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Guys, that was Igor, and uh, PCH Dent Repair. Such a. He's just. A, I don't know if you guys could tell. Hopefully you can. He's. A, he's a good dude. He's a good person. Um, it was a joy to train him and Tiago. And I, I would like to take all the credit for all his skills because that guy does amazing work. But no, no, his success, we just we just put water on that seed, the, the seedling and the sprout and the tree that he's grown into and blossomed into is a ridiculously good technician. Uh, I guarantee he took some training elsewhere, went to some seminars or something. But, man, he is just he's off the charts, man. He does phenomenal phenomenal so anyway thanks so much for tuning in i appreciate you guys we'll catch you on the next sai million dollar pdr podcast